passing in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. Welcome back, everybody, to Inside the Dome podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the NBA Conference Finals, the recap of that, the teams, the players who played in there. Well, uh, we have an interesting, honestly, kind of, I'd say, unpredictable NBA Finals appearance for both these teams, especially the Heat. More so, the Nuggets is more predictable, but this one, we got the Heat coming in as an 8C, which is pretty random. But um, we're going to be talking about both of those teams today. Uh, actually, we're going to talk about those first. So, John, you want to start us off with the NBA Finals coming up between the Nuggets and Heat? Yeah, I mean, you say surprising. I mean, well, the Nuggets aren't surprising at all. No, no. But they were the one seed, right? And then, uh, yes. And then you look at the Heat. This is the first time ever a team from the play-in has made it to the championship. First time ever. I mm-hmm. mean, I know the play-in's only been in for like a couple years, but Miami as well. They lost the first game to the Hawks in the play-in tournament as well. Yep. I mean, they were just, they were counted out from the beginning. They had to play the Bucks round one, mm-hmm. which they won in five. Then they had to play the Knicks, easy work with them. And then they had to play the Celtics. And we'll talk about that series, but. They definitely extended that series too far because it should have been over in four. But Yeah, it really should have been. But, I mean, it's crazy just to think about how they've, from an eight seed to the championship, it's crazy just the fact that they're even there. I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. Proud of the team, honestly, the way that they've fought through everything. But I do want to talk about, real quick, the series ahead um, between the Nuggets and Heat. The first time they met was December 30th. This past year, that was their first meeting this past season, and the Nuggets won, hundred and twenty-four to one nineteen. So it was a close game, five-point game, right? Um, the Nuggets shot better from the field, shooting fifty-nine percent, while the Heat were only at forty-five. Um, and throughout that game, uh, KCP Kadarius Caldwell Pope he led in scoring with twenty points. Jokic had tw- uh, he led in rebounds uh, with twelve, and he uh, Jokic also led in assists with twelve. Um, Nuggets ended up pulling that one through, and then they played the second time in on February thirteenth. Nuggets won again. Nuggets won one twelve to one hundred eight. Closer game, and you also have to keep in mind both of these series or both of those games. The Heat had Tyler Hero. The Nuggets still won both. The Nuggets also shot better than the Heat in both. And the second time they met, the Nuggets shot 58% from the field and the Heat shot 44% from the field. Jokic led in scoring rebounds and assists with 27 points that game, 12 rebounds and 8 assists. The, the man's I will say, game. Jokic is essentially Mr. Triple-Double triple because nearly every game he has, he has a triple-double. Yeah. Like, He's getting 20-plus points a game, like 10 rebounds, something, 10-plus assists. Exactly. Against the Heat this year, he has, he has 23 points per game. He's averaging 23 points per game, 10, uh, 10 assists per game. He's shooting 66.7% from three against the Heat. For a center, that's insane. 
and from the field, he's shooting 69%. That's incredible. That's, I mean, it's, that's, that's, that's insane. It's dominating really. I mean, who's in these first three rounds with the nuggets, who's really stopped him. That's, that's my concern for this next series. And I'll, I'll talk about that later on whenever I go over or whoever John or I goes over um, the heat and what they've done good and what they've done bad. Because as I like to say, I have a bone to pick <laughs> with, I think that's become your catchphrase. It now. is. I have a bone to pick with Bam Adebayo and Cody Zeller from the heat. They're attacking the <laughs> that, heat. That, yes. They at least won. I understand that. But how are those two softies playing center going to stop Nikola Jokic? True. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, you gotta look at the mismatch. At least with the Lakers and Nuggets, it was Anthony Davis against Jokic, exactly. and Jokic won. I mean, Davis had a couple good games. We'll talk about that series, but Jokic still dominated. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the Heat, who matches up against him? Like, who are and they gonna put up against Jokic? And that's why I'm gonna transition that into my prediction for the NBA Finals, right? So before I give my prediction, I do want to give a little bit of stats behind my prediction before I actually say it. And those of you listening out there could probably guess it before I even (laughs) say it. But real quick, I just want to touch on this. Throughout the playoffs, Denver has shot – like this is is a team stat for Denver and Miami. Denver has shot 49% from the field as a team, 38.6 from three, and 54.8 from two-point field goals. Miami has shot 2% lower, uh, 47.2 from the field. They've shot 0.4% higher from three at 39 flat and 2% points belower sitting at 52.4% for two-point field goals made. So Denver is essentially outscoring Miami throughout the entire playoffs. Um, And for that reason... And looking at the matchups as well, I'm taking Nuggets in five. Nice. I'm taking Denver Nuggets in five games. Book it. I will say. Put a hundred on it. Put the house on it. Take the Nuggets to win the NBA Finals right now. You're 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 making some money. I will say when we recorded our last NBA episode, it was you, me, and Carlin. I think I was the only one out of us. To have the correct predictions team wise. Well, I picked the Miami Heat to win and I picked the Nuggets to win. You both picked the Celtics. I did pick the Celtics. I was the only get, one. didn't get the series numbers correct. I don't think anybody did. But actually, I might have for Miami. I might have said Miami in seven. I think you said six. Six or seven, but. You lost. I don't care. I got, I got, I picked Miami though. <laughs> but this <laughs> time, I'm, this time, I'm not going to pick Miami because I think matchups is key because. I don't think anybody stops Jokic, Jamal Murray. We'll talk about how he was in the Lakers round, but he's been great, especially those first two games. I mean, he was dominant. Jokic is just consistent every single game. He hasn't had like a bad game yet, I don't think. He is not. He he might, I I honestly, he's the best Nuggets player of all time. He has to be. There's, there's, this is their first time going to the uh, to the NBA Finals, and they have like a great shot to win it. And Jokic has led them there. But like Jimmy Butler too, like has he been as consistent? No. You look at Game Six nope. against the Celtics, he was terrible. Like 
it, it took him like three free throws at the end to be relevant and to like potentially save the game, but they didn't even win it. Yep. But I don't think Jimmy Butler in general has been consistent enough. Like I thought he'd have to put the team on his back like he did round one. With that being but, said, what are your predictions for these NBA finals then? Well, because of this, the mismatches and the consistency, yep. I'm saying I'll say Nuggets and six. I'll offer <laughs> you up one. First off, because we'll be in the Florida area for that game six if it happens. I, okay. So I'm hoping for that. Off topic. We, you, we, we can we cannot buy tickets to that game. Oh, we're not gonna buy tickets. We can't buy tickets. But just being in that Miami area. You want to go down to Miami? Awesome. We can go. To, you want to go down to Miami for it? Oh yeah, definitely. Let's go. If it's Game Six, that's why I'm saying Nuggets and Six because I don't think the we Heat. Can, yeah, we can go outside the the arena and everything. Yeah, definitely. Want. Like I don't think the Heat are gonna win this series at all. I mean, right now I think you saw the ESPN stats with the Celtics and the Heat. Right now, for the Nuggets and Heat, the Heat have an 11 percent chance to win, which. Yep, and that's with that being said, like these game, like like the odds for this, they're cracked. Yeah. Like the the series and game one, game one, the spread's eight and a half. The spread is eight and a half. The over under is two nineteen, and the Heat money line for game one is plus two ninety five, and Denver's sitting at minus three sixty, and the and the series odds for the whole series to like to win it. Miami's sitting at plus three ten to win the NBA Finals, and Denver's at minus four hundred. Which so you, if like, I mean, you if you want to take a gamble, you could put like five ten dollars on Miami and still win, like profit. Like, I mean, you're gonna profit off anything, but like, you're gonna win more money than what you put in compared to Denver. If you put like ten on Denver, you might win like you might like if you put ten on Denver, you might win like four bucks. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I would pick Denver, right? I mean, last series, I picked the Heat, and I laughed at all those stats, like saying the Celtics would win easily. Yep. But when you just look at this team, I think the Nuggets were the best team going into the playoffs. and The most complete team, I'd say. They are probably the most complete team. And, I mean, between they play the Timberwolves first round, I believe. They play the Suns second round, Lakers yep. third round. Like, neither of those teams pushed the Nuggets to their limit. Like, none were able to. And the Heat were barely able My to sons. get away from the Celtics. My so. sons couldn't do it. My sons couldn't do it. Yeah, the Suns lost in six, right? Yeah, it was that six. Was, I mean... That, that was actually... Uh, anyway, that was the uh, closest... That was the closest they've... one. Because yeah, the Nuggets yeah. won the first two games, and the Suns won the next two. And then the Nuggets just dominated them after that. They beat Minnesota in five. Yeah. And then... They swept the Lay Bum just got swept, so... Lay Fraud. <laughs> But like, like kids going to USC. <laughs> yeah, but the Nuggets have just been dominant. I don't think that he, if Jimmy Butler can't be like how he was round one, I don't think they can pull it off. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I do want to talk about honestly, probably the more in, like the more intense series with this, the Celtics and Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like I I have a few things I want to touch on them. I I'll run through them real quick. I could say my I could either you want, how about this? You want me to say my points first, and you say yours. Or you want to go first? You can go first. You want me to go first, John? Yeah, go first. You can go. All right. Build off of you. Sounds good to me. So I, the first team I want to talk about is the Celtics. Um, and I want people to keep this stuff in mind whenever I go over this. This is Joe Mazzulla's first year as a head coach. People can't people shouldn't forget that. 
WVU. He is WVU player. This is first year as a head coach. People got people got to cut him some slack. Take a step back, rewind, and reflect. Like, okay, he brought this team to the Eastern Conference Finals his first year as a head coach. It's pretty impressive. Second thing, Jason Tatum is far too inconsistent. Far too inconsistent. I it blows me it blow it blows me away. And I actually I I forgot to record uh, stats for the Celtic for these Celtics players. So if you have any, chime in whenever I say this, John. But if you've watched any of the games, Jason Tatum, his like his shoot, like he'll he'll he dropped like what what, what was it against Game Seven? Game Sixers? Seven. How many points he have? Game Seven, he had fourteen points. Like, where's he been? And not to mention Jalen Brown either. Well, real quick, do you want me to? I'll interrupt you a little bit. Did you see? Oh. Did you see the first play of the game with Tatum? Oh, the, the he rolled his ankle yeah. or whatever. I will say I understand, though, but I will say though, like he definitely did not look the same. Like just watching him play, he was very stationary. He wasn't running much. I will just say that. I understand that, like, but he also like I hate giving excuses for the guy, yeah. but but like that doesn't explain like the other six games in the series though. Yeah. He's still far too inconsistent, like for those other six games. Jalen Brown, he's a good defender. I will give him that. He's a good defender. He dribbles off his foot all the time. If there was an award for that, he'd win it. Dribbling with his left hand. <laughs> he he he's a good defender, but he's also inconsistent too. And that's his problem. And with that being said, I want to ask this question to you. Real quick. Is it time to split that duo up in Boston? Is it time to part ways with one of them? I'd say potentially. I mean Tatum you won't because no. I mean I think Tatum still had a great playoff series overall, but Jalen Brown, he was going to be the guy I'd ran on more after watching game seven, but I, I don't think this duo is going to win. A yeah. Championship. I think, I mean, how long have they been together now? Oh man. Uh, I, since Jason Tim has been in the league. So, like, so whenever, whenever he came in, I, uh, how old is he now? He's like, he's 24, 25. He came in, in the league at, I think 19. So he's been, he, they've been together for a good five, amount of years. years. And at this point, they've not won. Like no. they made it to the championship the one year. Now they've lost again. Like I, I won't, I've looked like I've looked at Jason Tatum's body language. It doesn't look like he cares sometimes. Like I don't, I, the way that he presents himself on the floor, it looks like he doesn't care at certain moments. And that kind of irritates me, especially if I was like in charge of an organization like that. But a couple more points I want to add on to this. Al Horford played mid compared to the last series against the 76ers whenever he shut down Joel Embiid. He played mid this series. He needs to wake up. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me real quick. But something else. They're not utilizing Malcolm Brogdon, and that's a problem. People forget how good he is. He was great at Virginia, and he was great to start of his, his NBA career. You want me to read off his stats yeah. for Game 7? Yes, please. So Game 7, he played 7 minutes. Problem. 0 for 3 from the field goal. And, uh, from yeah, whatever. And uh, 0 for 2, 3-pointers. Here's my thing. He was with the Pacers, and he was with another team before that. He started for both those teams. He started. And then he comes to Boston. And he's playing off the bench. 
They completely destroyed this guy's confidence. He has no confidence left. He was a starter on those two previous teams in Indiana. It may have been, I forget where else it was, but Indiana mainly. He was a starter. He played fantastic for them. He played fantastic in the ACC for Virginia too. I think they won a national championship with him. The dude can play, and the fact they're not playing him is a problem. He is a he's a great player, and they don't. I understand his stats are bad for Game Seven, but he played seven minutes, and what like how, how like if you you step onto the floor for a Game Seven and you and you have no confidence because you you were a starter on a previous team and then you you get traded somewhere else and then like you don't even like you're coming off the bench, like what. If I if I was him, I'd shoot over three. I mean, come on! Like, I, they they also allowed the Miami's bench players to take over. Like they Miami's bench Miami's bench is insanely stacked. It's it's honestly probably the best in the NBA. Them or the Suns before they traded for Kevin Durant, but they my they let Miami's bench take over, and it, that that was a problem. And my last thing I want to say is Marcus Smart can't shoot. I'm going to end it off at that. Marcus Smart can't shoot. <laughs> I will say one thing. I'm just looking at the Celtics bench. They should have put like Blake Griffin in or something. He That's didn't what play. I'm saying. It's, I know. But, I don't know what they're doing, man. I mean, the Heat, I said at the beginning, like they should have won in four or five, in my opinion. Like it was shocking that this went to seven. I mean, Game six too. They they should have lost. The Heat should have lost game six if you really watched that. But oh yeah, like that was a bad game for the Heat and Jimmy Butler. But the Heat really. I mean, the Nuggets and Lakers like they, those were like close games. Game one to four. But I mean, the Heat were just dominating the Celtics like in the first three games in general. But then the Celtics came back. I mean, good for them. Game seven. But I mean. The Tatum injury, that's going to be the excuse for Tatum. He rolled his ankle. He couldn't move much. But I was watching the game, and you'd think, like, okay, Tatum's not at his best. Who's going to step up? So you think Jalen Brown. Nope. He went 8 for for 23 and 1 for 9 at the 3-point in Game 7. He had 19 points, but he was terrible shooting. I was... I'm just watching the end of the game. The amount of bricks he had at the end of the game was just sad. The only player that, when I watched the game, the only player that looked like he cared was Derek White yep. in Game 7. He won it in Game 6. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad now because now that doesn't mean as much. Like that crazy ending, it really means nothing at this point. But Derek White was the only one who tried when watching. He drove to the basket. I mean, he was giving it his all. But Jalen Brown sucked i mean it's trade worthy it really is he could go play with play with dwight howard if he really wants to (laughs) but taiwan what is it the taiwan Taiwan leopards yeah i think it is (laughs) him and lebron are going to taiwan yeah lebron we'll talk about lebron in a bit but i mean Jalen, he was the biggest disappointment because you see tatum and brown as a duo when tatum's out you'd think brown would carry the load he was terrible but embarrassing, honestly. It really was. And just props to Derek White for even trying. But, I mean, the Heat in Game 7 were consistent. Jimmy Butler had a good rebound game. He had 28 points. Uh, Caleb Martin, who I think might be the MVP of that, 
I agree. That whole round. I'll read off his Sports Center posted his points for each game. Game one, he had 15. Game two, he had 25. Then 18. Then 16. 14. And game six, he had 21. Game seven, he had 26. Yeah. Like he was consistent for the Heat. Like when Jimmy Butler was not dominating, he was there to get the points. Adebayo, I know you didn't like him that much. He had, he had 12. I mean, he wasn't really a big contributor for the Heat winning, but Vincent had 10 points. But then you look at the bench, Duncan Robinson. Game six, he blew it. Do you see those two missed threes he oh, had yeah, wide I open? Did see that, yeah. Yeah, Duncan, he got trashed on Twitter. Oh, I remember man. that. But Duncan Robinson, he had 10 points. He made two three th- or two three pointers. And uh, Lowry had seven points. So the bench. The bench definitely delivered in game seven, but I'd say like after half, it was a blowout after that. I mean, the Celtics just gave up. It was sad. It really was. I mean, the Heat were just a better team this round. They Um, really were. When the Celtics on paper should have won. On paper. I don't know. Well, because you got to think like they were also like largely outcoached. True. Eric Spolstra has, has been with the Heat for 14 years. True. He has a winning record in the regular season of 704 wins and 491 losses. And in the playoffs, he's won 108 games and lost 71. The dude, he's a legend, undisputed. And Joe Mazzola's first-year head coach. I think that the Heat have a far better bench than the Celtics. Far better bench. But looking at starters, like like – on paper, like you said, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like those two alone are standout names who yeah. should easily take over ball games when needed to. Like both and should be having both should be having like twenty plus points a game. Easily. Every game. Yeah. Every single game it should happen. No doubt. At least twenty points. At least. I mean, where was that at? Yeah. Where was it at? And I mean and look, look, I'm gonna go back to what you said. The Heat bench, fantastic, best in the league. Caleb Martin, these playoffs, has been averaging 19.3 points per game. Actually, no, not this playoff, these, this series. 19.3 points per game. From three, he's been shooting nearly 49%. From the field, he's shooting 60.2. It's, it's phenomenal. He, he arguably could have been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Probably should. I agree. I think he should have been. Gabe Vincent. 15.8 points per game this series. He shot over 50. He's 51.6% from three and 48 and a half percent from the field. Shooting the ball like amazingly. It, it's, it's, he's shooting well, shooting well. He, he, and he's a bench player. Duncan Robinson needs to wake up, brother. Needs to wake up. But I will say that these playoffs, he's, been, he's only averaging 11.4 points per game. Not the, not the worst, not the best. I expect more from this, from this guy. And he's all—he's like—he's probably the best shooter on that team. Probably he is. He was in the NBA three-point contest a couple years ago. I on, pretty recently, actually. He's only shooting forty-eight point four percent from three. Yeah, and then you look at Game Six too. Two wide-open threes, mm-hmm. bricked them both. Uh huh. And you got Max Struess. I mean, he's—he's he's a good bench guy. He's only averaging nine point four points per game, but he—he's he a body to put in there. He can—he can shoot all right too. But um, a couple other guys like. Um, Jimmy Butler, um, against Boston, 
in the playoffs. The brother's real. The brother is real in the playoffs. But he didn't show up in some games that honestly could have mattered more. Overall, he's been averaging 24.7 points per game this series. He's still playing well. Bam out of bio, though. <laughs> well, he needs to wake up for Denver because him and Cody Zeller are going to get their butt kicked by Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic has eight triple doubles this, this playoffs. Yeah. He has eight. Is it the most? Yes. Most in any playoffs. I'm, I, I, yeah. They're going to get they're they're going to get killed. The Bam Adebayo is one. He's he's soft. He's weak. He is not a physical guy. Cody I, Cody Zeller is probably more physical than Bam Adebayo is. Bam Adebayo in this series averaged fourteen point nine points per game. He's shooting like seventy seven percent free throws. Field goals he's forty eight point two percent, but that's offensive, right? That, that's offensive. Let's talk about defensive. This dude is, he has, am I reading this right? 0.6 blocks per game. 0.6. And then 0.9 steals per game. As a defender who is going up against Nikola Jokic this next series, if you can't match up against a guy like him, arguably best player in NBA basketball right now, Arguably, they don't stand a chance. They don't, they don't stand a chance. I know you were mentioning Zeller. He didn't even play Game Seven. He was on the bench. Exactly. So why would they play him against Denver? Bam is going to get killed if he doesn't wake up in time for one. When, when is this game? Is this sort like June second? I think it starts. It's, I think it's this Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, June first is June Game One. Right. Yeah, they're going to get. They're, they're going to get their butt chewed. There's no way Bam can stop him. There's no way. There's no shot unless unless he injures Jokic. Unless he, like, unless he like, physically injures him. There's no way. Unless Jokic pulls a Jason Tatum, rolls <laughs> his ankle in the first play or something. That's probably their only hope. Like, I'll just say it now. If the Nuggets win, Jokic is winning the MVP. Like, yeah. Oh, the finals. yeah. Like, it's going to be him because like, he's just going to dominate. They got nobody to stop him, and that's and that's why I'm saying if you're out there, you got to take Denver. You got to take Denver. Like another guy for the Heat who needs who needs to step up as well. If they really want to win these ball games, he needs to step up. Kyle Lowry, where's he been to? Where's he been? I know he doesn't have that big of a role in Miami. He averages six point seven points per game, and as a point guard, if you're averaging three point nine assists per game as a point guard, that's a problem. Nikola Jokic is a center for the Nuggets, and he's averaging 10 a game. Kyle Lowry's a point guard, and he's averaging 3.9. That's an issue. He's shooting 35% from three. Awful. Garbage. Get better at the game. 39.6% from, from the field. Garbage. Get better at the game. You're trash. Wake up. This is a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call. What are you doing? What are you doing? Kyle Lowry, where are you big? Go back to Toronto. Because... I mean, you're clearly not good in Miami. You're, you're not that big of a factor for him. You're not playing well. What are you doing? What are you doing? That's a problem for him. And they, and guys like him, who aren't showing up these games, guys like Duncan Robinson, who are taking, who can't like are having to, bad hit shots. They're hit or miss. They're hit or miss. So it's a fifty. I mean, three pointers are all like they're all fifty fifty ball. But like, like Curry, Curry is like. 80-20. Yeah, yeah. Curry's like 80-20, but <laughs> like guys like Bam at a bio, 
got to step up. Tyler Hero actually might come back for this series. Really? I think I think there's a chance, yeah. I think there's a chance Tyler Hero can come back for this series. And I will say if he does, they have a, a lot better chance to win because I think Tyler Hero – he yeah, he might he might be averaging like what like twenty one points per game this season I think like like around there like it's it's I think it's in the twenties but he can flat out play and if he's back a guy like him is a big contributor for him. So I looked up Tyler here. Um, they're saying that he's eyeing Game Three of the Finals to return in. So they Miami needs to if they're if they're lucky they got to take Game One or two. One or two. You got like they'll be in Denver for game one and two. You gotta steal one of them. There's no way Denver loses game one though. No way. No way. Unless, no way. Unless the Heat run it back like they did against the Celtics. Just shock the world. I mean, I'll say one last thing with the Heat and Celtics. Uh just praising the Heat as a team as a whole. Like in our last episode, I was saying like it's gonna be Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum who's gonna clutch up this series it really wasn't either i would say it was really just a good team effort as a whole especially in game seven so i'll give the heat credit but they're going against another team that had a great team effort as well they're not just getting carried by Jokic; they have contributor contributors all around i do want to talk about a previous series though um with the nuggets and lakers i know that's, that's not much of a hot topic, but it was over a week ago. <laughs> it was because the Lakers suck. I don't blown out of, like just wiped in four games. Lay fraud just couldn't do it. Jordan's better. Debate me all you want. Jordan's better. Jordan's better. Jordan's better. I think we could all admit <laughs> that, or at least for the most part, Jordan's won. LeBron's too. But at this point, it it, it has to be. And this is my argument. Everyone like whenever whenever you talk to a Jordan fan like myself, I always bring up six and zero in the finals. And every LeBron Glazer is always like, "Oh, all you're gonna do is say six and zero. That's all you got. That's all you can say." Here's here's the thing. Like I said in the last one, the last NBA podcast or whatever it was, Jordan's a winner. He's undefeated in the NBA finals. He's a winner. LeBron's a loser. LeBron's a loser. He's like four and ten. He's a loser. Winners win. Winners win. Losers lose. Winners win. Losers lose. I can't explain it any further than that. Jordan's a winner. LeBron's a loser. There it is. I think you might have to listen to that Giannis quote again no. about losing seasons and all that. I didn't say anything about losing losing seasons. Look at the record. It has nothing to do with with that. You make it to the NBA Finals. Come on, you're four and ten. You're four. You're forty percent in the NBA Finals. Jordan's a hundred. Jordan's a hundred. Undefeated, never lost. Winners win, losers lose. Who said that? Oh, that uh-huh. was uh, the ball, the dad, that quote. What? Winners win, losers lose? No. Undefeated, never oh, lost. LeVar Ball. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's a clown. Don't even. Oh, my God. He's a clown. Oh, balls. But what? The the ball fan. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of, I'm thinking of all of them I thought, now. I thought, okay, never mind. No. Mm-mm. I'm, I miss Jakey. We need, I, want, I want Jakey back. I miss laughing at him. I know. At some points. That's, he's, always a, he's always a hoot to laugh at. But um, I'll say one nice thing about LeBron, though. At least um, I have game four of that up. He did have 40 points. Like, 
the Lakers were out at that point. Like they were fighting for dear life. No team has ever come back from being three and zero. LeBron dropped forty. Like he had twenty one points, I think, at the end of the first. Like he did try. Like game one and two, he blew them. He completely blew them. He had turnovers at the end of those games. He completely blew them. I'll give him effort for trying though. He did his best, but I think age is kind of starting to show too a little bit. I mean, how many more years do you think he has left? In his contract? I mean, yeah, but in general, like playing. Well, he has two left on his contract in LA, but he he's the whole retiring thing. He ain't retired. He's just he's not. He's he's a wuss. He needs to he, somebody needs to slap him across the face. He he's just trying to get the media involved. People need, he's trying to get people to feel sorry for him. Like, oh, uh, like shut up. You stink. You lost. I mean, he's gonna play until he, Bronny plays a year. I don't think he will, but I think I mean, that's he's at least maybe he'll take off a year, like in between. Like I don't think he'll he play will. next season, but like I don't. I mean, I bet he'll actually. Try I mean, he might. I, was, no, I don't think it's. I don't think he's gonna take a year off, but I think I honestly think he's gonna play three more years and he's gonna call it. Yeah, he'll play one year with Bronny. He'll be like the big free agent then. Like he'll go wherever Bronny goes. That'll probably make Bronny the number one pick right there. In a way, maybe. Probably not. They're, no, he's not that good to be number one number one overall pick. Unless you got a Wimbenyama as their number one overall that year. No. Uh he's not he's not LeBron LeBronny's not uh he's not even like uh top twenty in his class right now, like ranked. We'll, we'll see how he he's does. Like, that. He's like he's like twenty five, twenty six right now in his class. We'll see what he does at USC though. That'll be a lot of media attention. We'll they're, probably a poverty, be they're a poverty basketball program. I mean, those games, though, like, they'll probably get primetime slots and all that. Like, everybody's yeah. going to want to see Bronny play. He's already making the most amount of money. NIL, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just because of his name. But um, Nuggets Lakers. I want to talk about the Nuggets real quick. Um, they're a phenomenal team. They have great ball movement. <clears throat> so I, that's something I, I admired. Um, beautiful chemistry. Um, like, like in their passing, they like especially Jokic. It, it's it, it's it's far more advanced than any other team out there. They have beautiful chemistry. Jokic is not real. The dude is the dude had had to have been made in a lab. Like against the Lakers, he averaged twenty seven point eight points per game, eleven point eight assists, and fourteen point five rebounds. That's a triple double. He's averaging a triple double every game. It's crazy. And he's shooting 47.1 from three and 50.6 from the field. Dude's an animal. <clears throat> Jamal Murray, solid shooter. but He's a solid shooter, but a fantastic shot creator. There's a difference. He can create a lot of open space. And with that being said, he's been averaging, uh, I think, the I don't know if that's right, 32.5 points per game against the Lakers. I have... I wouldn't call you crazy. Yeah. He's been shooting 40.5 from three. And the only reason why is because he went 0 for 4 in game four. That killed his percentage. But from the field, he's been shooting 52.7. Real quick, Bruce Brown, great six man. I love him as a six man. He's He's a physical guard. He can play. He's as and as a six man, like you're not, you're not like as a six man of a team, you're not, you're not expected to drop twenty a game, right? So he's he, he's been averaging twelve point three points per game, but this is the problem. He's he, he's not the best shooter, 
He's only been shooting 36.4% from three. But from the field, he's been averaging 52.8. And he's 100% on free throws. So, I mean, great bench player. But overall, this team looks complete. And by far, it is the best three-point shooting that I've seen from any team all playoffs. The best. They are making it rain. What do you think, John? I'd say one thing, too, with the Nuggets is something that we don't look at. Their starting lineup's been the same the whole playoffs, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they haven't had to deal with injuries or anything like that to their starting lineup. Like, meanwhile, you look at, like, the Suns, who they've played. Their team just got crippled completely. Their starting lineup changed. Then you got the Lakers. Their Game four, they were trying to move people around. They put Achimura into the starting lineup just to try to get some spark. They can. They, yeah, they put a... Russell on the uh, on the bench to start the game, but uh, he he stinks. I don't know where he's been. I don't even know. But they've just been that core group, like that starting five. They've been playing together for this long. They've just been consistent. It's been a team effort too. It's not like Jokic and Murray are just getting all the points. They've just really been consistent as a group. And like I've talked about, like team play and all that, like with the Heat. But I think the Nuggets have just done it better these whole playoffs. I think just as a team as a whole, they've just come together. They create shots, like you said. Like yeah. they've just been the much more consistent team. They can't the thing is like whenever they do play against Miami, they can't allow like there there was one point they allowed the Lakers to come back from whenever the Nuggets were up by twenty one and the Lakers cut it to eight with ten with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. That can't happen. That can't happen, especially in the NBA finals. The, the Nuggets can't do that defensively. They, they can't let they can't let those points come up, um, and that's something they got to work on defensively. Um, but the Lakers, real quick, talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. Anthony Davis, he balled out. I'll I'll give him the credit where credit's due. I think he balled out. I think he balled out. He dropped twenty six point eight points per game this series. He averaged 14 rebounds per game from three as a center. He's not even a shooting center either. He shot 50% flat from three. And from, from the field, he shot 49.3, nearly 50% again. So he, he hasn't been pleased. He, I don't think he's an issue. Out of all the centers who have been given Nikola Jokic to work, he's the best one. I will say, though, a lot of Lakers fans were not happy with Anthony Davis, especially in these later games. They were calling for him to be traded on Twitter. Like, like what, he, after what game? I think it was game four. It might have been. Game three or game four, they were calling for him to be traded. Uh, I mean, if, if he's he's averaging 26.8 points per game, I don't understand why they're yelling at him to be traded whenever D'Angelo Russell is dropping 6.3 points per game. He's, he's been a disappointment, i exactly. in these playoffs. So, so why are they attacking the guy who's given the best player on the court the most work? They're attacking I, both. I, yeah. I, I think the Lakers are just down bad at well, this they need, point. They need to hop off Anthony Davis's meat and focus on D'Angelo Russell. The dude is 6.3 points per game is unacceptable. As a point guard, and you're having three and a half assists per game, that's also a problem. He's shooting 13.3% from three. That's unacceptable as a point guard unacceptable for game one over three game two one for five game three one for six and game four didn't play really not much time yeah he played for one he played 15 minutes in game four exactly he stinks 32.3 percent from the field too what they 
every single social media site, like and, and every like and every broadcast, like ESPN, CBS Sports, MC, like attack him. Attack. What, this is the this is how you you're, you're what were they a seven seed? Lakers. Yes, this they is they can six. make history. No, they, they were a seven. seven yeah. yeah, they can make history with this still. Like I don't. How 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 are you so productive the first two series and then you come in against Denver and you get shut down? Six point three points per game is insane. What are you doing? It it just makes me mad sitting here. I'm angry. Yeah, I mean, I said I think last episode like we were talking about with the Lakers like how they can easily win a championship this year. Like, like I know we all picked the Nuggets, but we were like saying how they have the team that can win a championship. They have the depth, at least back at round two. And all they had to do was show up. That's it. All they had to do was show up. They showed up at the end of game one. Oh, what great disaster. Everybody was saying after game one ended, the Lakers figured it out. Lakers in six. Oh, my God. That's what they were saying. That's literally what they I were give saying. Give them credit though, because they they hung in there when they they hung in there most games. Like they were, they they didn't get killed by twenty each game. There were moments where they were down by twenty, uh, which is also unacceptable. But they didn't lose by twenty. Yeah. So well, I mean, compared I, to the Heat and Celtics, like at the beginning, like when the Heat were up three to nothing, some of those were just almost blowouts to a point. Like they weren't competitive. At least these four games were competitive. I think. I, I just think. I think the Lakers are more of a joke than the Celtics. Right oh, now, definitely. It's it's insane. The fact that they got swept alone. Exactly. I'll ask you this though. At least with the Lakers, since they're a very big team, uh, what should they do next? Like what? What's the big move they should make? To stay relevant next year. To stay relevant. <sighs> it doesn't have to be one move, but just like what should they do? So you can go you can go the OKC route, which is you could either do that or something else. The OKC route. Oklahoma City essentially and this is what the Spurs are doing right now. They're bringing in all the young guys. They might have. They might have one veteran. Might have one veteran on their roster, but they're assembling a team of young athletes with no experience, but more so to get young, fresh bodies out on the court instead of guys who are as old as LeBron. And who are honestly pretty inconsistent, in my opinion. LeBron was inconsistent, inconsistent this past series. So the Lakers could, if they 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 could trade some guys, and they could build a solid roster with young guys. I won't. I will say, their bench isn't the worst. I do like Austin Reeves, and I do like Roy Achimura. I like him. I like Dennis Schroeder too. D'Angelo Russell. I don't hate him. I he was good throughout the season. I will say, and the first two rounds of the playoffs, it's just this round. It's a bad look. It's a really bad look, especially if you're trying to stay in Los Angeles. And after you were traded previously by by Los Angeles, and they welcomed you back to Los Angeles this past year, you owe it to the fans because he was a disappointment back in like 2015, 2014, whenever he was here, and then he left because he stunk. Now he's back, 
he started playing well and he, he ends off like this, fa- like the fans are not going to be up. The fans are fans are going to be upset. So you can either go the young route like o- OKC, or you can start to sell. You can start to get like more bench players and surround. You you could surround Lay Bum if you wanted Lay Fraud. Lay Lay got swept. Lay flop. Lay flop. Lay Lay fell to the third row. Lay stinks. That was the funniest. Like he got hit in the face just just briefly. Like you'd think of like a soft reaction. Nope. He flew all the way into the stands. He and that's I. I can't. I I I I will say it right now. I hate LeBron. I really I dislike him very much. He's changed the game in a bad way. He's changed the game in a bad way. I respect him, but I hate him. Yes. <laughs> I respect I him for everything he's done, but like it's almost like a Tom Brady in a way. I just hate him. I just hate the way he plays yeah. and stuff like that. But Lake Lakers can go the young route like OKC. They can get rid of these guys they got now. They can try and trade trade away guys for some draft picks for some young bodies to put out on the floor. They can bring in some young guys if they wanted. Um the thing with the Lakers is is that it is in Los Angeles, so they're probably gonna sell tickets regardless, but LeBron is the ticket seller. And that's there's that. Um they're not gonna get rid of LeBron. They're not gonna get rid of A D. So those two are probably gonna stay. So they need they need to bring in some other young bodies. And I know they've been saying Damian Lillard. I don't think that's the answer. I I'd be shocked if I, the Lakers got him. I think and this is I've been saying this for so long too. Teams who like assemble too many superstars don't perform well. Like you look at the Nuggets, all they really have is Jokic and Jamal Murray, then they have just a bunch of like 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 guys who aren't on their level, but they're good players. The Lakers need to assemble those guys who aren't superstars, but they're great athletes and they're young and they can bust their butt and put up shots. I think the only team that's like worked in recent years, like having a super team, is probably the Warriors with Durant, Curry, Clay Thompson. That's probably been the only team that that's probably been the only super team that's been successful ever since then. Like you've seen like. Brooklyn. Super teams, yeah. Brooklyn, the Suns, just this year, the Suns, yeah. Like you've uh, seen Kings. all these super teams trying to be formed, none of them win. I, I don't. I still don't understand how Brooklyn didn't win with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. They barely I, played together. I know they barely did, but still, like, if you have two of those, two players of like out of those on the floor, you should still be able to win a fair amount of ball games. They should. I mean, it could just be Kyrie Irving. They Lakers could they get Kyrie Irving? I think he's better off in uh, actually no. Well, I think I I love Kyrie. I love him. I really do because he's he's a guy who sticks up for mental health, and that's really big for me. And that's why I respect him. I'm also a big Duke fan, and he played Duke. But if you look at the stats, Dallas is better off without him because whenever he came to Dallas, their team regressed, and they and like it kicked them out of the playoffs. Actually. They were in the playoffs, then Kyrie Irving came. They started losing games, like, one after another, and they missed the playoffs. I feel like Kyrie's only been good with, like, LeBron. Like, how much success has he had? Yeah, so, like, and that's – and they didn't have – like, they didn't have a guy like AD. Like, you – Tristan – they had Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson was good, but he's not no, – he's not no AD. He's not no AD. 
you if you bring in Kyrie, all right, but you're gonna have to give up a fair amount of bench players and a fair amount of those young guys. And is Kyrie a free agent? No, oh, really? I don't believe so. Cause he will. Well, he just I don't know. He just got traded to Dallas, but I don't know like what his contract looks like. Double check while you talk. Because he I mean, he's still on Brooklyn Brooklyn's contract. But I do want to while John's looking at that stat, Roy Ashimura is a physical stud in the paint. As he's a great six man for them too. I I really hope they do keep him, because um, he's a good bench guy that to, to come off. But he averages like fifteen point three points per game. His problem is three point shooting. He really he really need, he shouldn't even be shooting threes at all. But he's shooting solid from the field at fifty three point three percent. But um, Kyrie Irving will be a free agent. They be. don't have to trade for him. So it definitely shakes it up a slight bit, maybe. But one of the first things that, that pops up is Lakers not interested in signing Kyrie. <laughs> so, I mean, I think one piece that the Lakers should be trying to keep, who I know is a free agent, is Austin Reeves. Yeah, too. Yeah. He was, I mean, all throughout the playoffs, he was consistent for them. Mm-hmm. Th- he was probably their best three-point shooter, I'd say. He Makes- might have been. Yeah, I know. I can't name somebody better than Austin Reeves. Him and Achimura are two young guys to build around, I'd say. That's what but, I'm saying. Keep them. Keep both of them. Yeah, you'd think they would go full young, but when you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they're going to just build around them. You can keep both of them, but like you got to get like those younger guys, like – you you got to get like the younger guys, like I said, like the Nuggets kind of developed. Like that's that's like going out and getting a guy like Bruce Brown, like they did, is fantastic. Go get someone like him. They Go also, get like they also got know. the game four hero against the Warriors, Lonnie Walker. Don't twenty four. It's twenty four. Oh brother, <laughs> that, that oh. game brought me pain, but they do have him. I I'd say probably if I had to guess what the Lakers do. I don't think they'll be like as aggressive because I think they still had a solid team, but like you said, they just didn't show up. Like, nope. When it mattered, they didn't show up, and that, that's their problem. Like, it's hard. Like, if you're a GM, like you build a great team, but if the team just doesn't show up, it's like, what do you do? Yep. You, well, they need to address their needs. They really got to address their needs. Um, and I think their needs are honestly probably on their bench. Yeah, I just, think their needs are their bench. Yeah, I, I like their starting lineup, but I like it too. I will say though, it did take them a while for because the roster they have now, like if like looking at it on paper, they didn't have it for long in the season, so they didn't really like they they didn't have a lot of time to build chemistry. So I'll give them props for making it as far as they did without having time to build chemistry. But you got to bring like younger guys and stuff like that. I'll ask you I'll ask you one final question because we talk about like how their team had to develop. How would they have done with Russell Westbrook still? Because that was one of the pieces they got rid of. If Russell Westbrook like if they didn't trade for him? If they didn't trade him away. Oh yeah, that's, he, that's what I meant. Yeah. They would have missed the playoffs. Because that was the old look Lakers. And then they got rid of him and like Pat Bev, I think too, and like they just retold a bit. And like they were a much better team. That's what I'm saying. That. They brought in some younger guys. They brought in some fresh bodies. And look where they went. If you actually, if you look at it, <clears throat> whenever they got rid of Russell Westbrook, their wins just 
skyrocketed compared to whatever they had Russell Westbrook. They, they were just mellow. They were straight loss after loss. They would have missed the playoffs if they, if they didn't trade him away. And there you go. And that's kind of your thing. Like when they got Westbrook, it's like, oh, the super team, like the three superstars. But then like you get rid of him. And it's like, you don't need that. You don't need to have like three superstars on your team. That, I don't understand like why organizations do that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Let's hear the Warriors. <laughs> don't even. Bob Myers is gone. I know that. That was sad. I mean, did they, did he just step down or did they fire yeah, him? He stepped down. So it was his own choice. He said, "quote unquote," like he thinks it's time. So it's he probably time. well, he probably has his own personal matters that come into it. But congrats to him though for winning as many championships as he did, and just building. Argu- arguably the best team of all time. Yeah, I mean, but that seventy-three and nine Warriors team. Yeah, that, that team didn't win though. At the end, they did not win. That was lost. the team that lost to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And that's why, for that, for that reason, and that reason only, the ninety-five Bulls who went seventy-two and ten and won the won the NBA Finals are the best team of all time. Yeah, Michael Jordan's the goat. LeBron sucks. I'll say it again. Michael Jordan is the goat. LeBron sucks. Real quick, just before we end it, tell the viewers your top three because of all time. Yeah, just tell the viewers. All right, number one, Michael Jordan, shocker, the goat, undisputed goat. Number one's Michael Jordan. Number two, Kobe Bryant. Laugh at him. Number two is Kobe Bryant. Laugh at him. From Lower Marion High School. Number three. Lay bum. (laughs) I swear to God that every time I tell people your top three, everybody just laughs at it. I've honestly been thinking about removing LeBron out of the top three and putting him at four. Okay. I might honestly put Magic at three. Okay. It's either LeBron or Magic at three, but Kobe's better than both of them. Kobe has more championships. Kobe has five. Jordan is six. Okay. And you play in the NBA to win a championship, correct? Okay. You Stats can get you so far, but winners win, losers lose. Who cares about stats if you don't win, right? Who well, cares about stats if you don't win? LeBron- basketball, basketball is a team sport, too. I agree. I agree. Okay. But winners win, losers lose. Like, you can't – like, you look at it. I don't care about – it's a team sport. LeBron did his thing. He won. He won four rings. Actually, no, he won three and a half. He had a Mickey Mouse ring in the bubble. Nah. He has three and a half rings. Kobe has five. Jordan has six. Winners win, losers lose. I can't explain it any further than that. That's how. Like looking at like cool, cool stats, scoring leader. Ooh, cool. But you play a game and you play a season to reach your end goal which is to win the NBA Finals and become a champion. I'll ask you one, just one final thing with Kobe and LeBron. LeBron came back from being down three to one. Did Kobe ever do that? But who cares about that, though? I'm just saying it's more impressive. Like, the championships that he did win, like, yeah, look okay, at okay. how impressive look, they were. Yeah, so look look at the championships in 2020. The bubble, the Mickey Mouse ring. Is that impressive? No, it's not. It is because every team was at it's the same. It's half a ring. It's half a ring. Who cares about a three to one comeback? The the Celtics almost just came back from down three zero. 
I understand they didn't, but still, they. Oh, LeBron came back from down three to one. Oh, cool. He still has four rings. It doesn't matter. You look on paper and you write the number four. It still says four. You try like you write it in Sharpie and you try to erase it. It's still going to say four. He has four rings. Four. Jordan is six. Kobe has five. You play a game to win it all. That's your reason for playing the game. And lay bum and lay bum's not going to win another one. He's done. He's stuck at four. He's not going to win a fifth. He ain't, he ain't gonna win a fifth with Bronny. That ain't happening for sure. Watch that happen. It's it, that's gonna be the NBA's like Adam Silver is probably praying for that. For LeBron and Bronny to go on a playoff run. I'll say this. If if they do win, if Bronny and LeBron do win one, there's a script. There's a script. There's a script. Jordan's the GOAT, Kobe's second. Late Le- Le- Fraud is third. I'll say it like that. There it is. Huh? To all of you listening, there's your hot take. Yeah. You can agree, you can disagree. Let us know what you think. You don't agree, you're a lunatic. Okay. <laughs> okay, then. I think that will do it for us here. So <laughs> we'll end off of that. <laughs> well, that'll do it for us. Thanks, all for listening. Oh, yeah. This was one of our back-to-back episodes being released, so if you haven't listened to our motivational Monday, give that a listen too. But our next episode will probably be New Music Friday. Probably. 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 I would say. Last but... week actually had a good roster, so we'll see how this how this week turns out. Yeah, this week's got some interesting ones. I know we had oh, a yeah, Metro Boom. Metro Boom and yeah. Spider Man movie. We'll we'll talk about week week let's not talk about it right now. Yeah. We'll talk about it later on. I'm excited for that one. Thank you guys for tuning in though, to the NBA Conference Finals recap. Stay tuned for more episodes coming into the future. Um, Follow us as well on, on all our, socials. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I know lately we've had to move some episodes around. We've posted all those notifications on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So follow those two. But other than that, with Dan Smith, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day and see you next time on Inside the Dome.